0: Great to have your company this afternoon here on TSB Talk 100.3. You can get in contact with the show via the WhatsApp number. It's 0586861003. And Neil, to the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, looks as though Australia has got the first goal against India in this men's gold medal match in the hockey.
2: That's right. Uh, in, you know, with about six minutes to go uh, in uh, the end of the, uh, the the first quarter, Australia got a penalty and uh, they, they they struck. And uh, well, again, uh, no, do, there's no need to get happy. I it's not that, the second I just, goal. I, I, I just thought that score again. I, I saw Even that. You that I, I no, I, I saw your reaction. I quickly moved my eyes to the television screen and then realized that no, it's not a goal. But then it's okay. It's just the first quarter. We've got a lot of time to go. It's a classic Australia versus India uh, setup right here. Uh, my my Aussie friend here. Kitch. And I'll be joining. I'll, I'll be joined by another fellow Indian, and not just an average fellow Indian. He is the Indian uh, hockey player, a former Indian hockey uh, goalkeeper. In fact, someone who has played at the highest order with about about 165 odd caps. Joining us today is Adrian D'Souza Adrian, welcome uh, on Talk
1: 100.3. Well, am I audible, guys? Yes, we can you hear are. you. We've got you. Kids. Kids, you're actually being a true Australian, huh? all the way right from the stand. Yeah, they, they they still call me Crocodile Dundee around here sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you, Neil, and thank you, kids. It's nice to be here, but you know this this moment is so it's so intense because the match is live right under my eyes, and uh, my emotions may change while speaking
2: to you. All. No, don't don't worry. We will ensure that uh, you know that the emotions are kept high because there are two Indians versus one Aussie, so Adrian, we we are at it. <laughs> I'm used to it around here, <laughs> Wait, Adrian. First up, you know, uh, I d- definitely won't, I'm really, really pleased. And uh, when when the cameras, uh, you know, turned on, I was mighty pleased with you wearing that India jersey with the Olympic rings right under it. it m- gives me goosebumps sitting so far away from uh, my home country. Makes me feel extremely proud and extremely happy.
1: Well, it's it's always a great feeling to wear the Indian colors. You know, obviously, uh, this is not the place I would like to wear it. You'd always want to be on the field. That's but right now at thirty eight, I think uh, I've got some good aut- autograph from the Olympic bronze medalist behind my back. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, these boys have been have been growing and been developing Indian hockey to another level right now.
0: yeah I mean, Indian hockey is is phenomenally huge, but but what what can in India uh, we do to grow the game and, and and grow it and continue to keep growing the game of of hockey?
1: Definitely, we've seen in the last 10 years, we've we've gradually, you know, come up the ladder in, in rankings, in terms of rankings, because we are right now number five, and uh, that too we slipped after the FIH Pro League, but the immense number of tournaments that has been happening in India, and also, you know, when you have a league, like a Hockey India League, which is like the IPL of cricket, you get to, like how you all both are sitting along, well Neil, you know that, if you were in India, you wouldn't know much about Australian culture. So. True. All these things changes when you play with each other against another team. So we need more tournaments like those and grassroots level has been improving. And that's why uh, the results are showing right now, 10 years later.
2: No, you're absolutely right. You know, the the other day we had, uh, you know, the boys from Mumbai City FC, uh, the football uh, team uh, uh, from ISL. And they, they had to say the same thing about ISL and how, you know, these leagues, the IPL, for that matter, even IPL, you know, started 2008. IPL, yeah. ISL, the Hockey League, all of these have enabled our grassroots level sport to such a level with, with the experience coming in from international boys also with international coaching uh, you know ideologies that the sport has benefited uh, has been benefited and the players have also benefited and the results are you know for all of us to see here
1: well definitely like there are, there are many factors over here obviously number one is the players themselves mm-hmm. the coaches that we've been hiring whether they are Indians or they are foreign coaches everybody has been contributing we've had rick charlesworth coming he's one of the best coaches in the world from australia right you know so when he was here not many people knew how much he contributed but in that span of like 6 months he did his best so every coach has contributed but let's let's talk about the real factor the real factor also is about social media many people won't say that but you know when you have players knowing that hey man listen if i got to play well i'm going to i'm going to be out there and that's human nature True. So today's players, the modern players, they're, you get to see matches on and off everywhere. In I don't know if you know about the Indian sports channel back then would be Do The Channel. That's right. and they would show the Olympics <laughs> or the Commonwealth. True. So when you have freedom of entertainment, when you when when the players know that there's a lot of stake, and the best part is when I know what Jamie Dwyer, uh, I don't know, Kitch, Jamie Dwyer is one of the best players ever who have played the sport, who's from Australia. And when he played the league for us in our team, I was sitting next to him for breakfast, you know? So I knew, like, man, he could be a superhero on the field, but he's eating the same food that I'm eating. So all these factors have contributed into what we are seeing today.
0: You know, you, you learn from that Australian coach, Rick Charlesworth, a lot of people don't know his career of playing cricket for Western Australia. So that's playing the level below test cricket in Australia. Mm-hmm. He then I went to coach... And you'll uh, be
1: happy now with
0: 2-0. Yeah, so look, <laughs> look, look we'll, we'll see this. Australia has uh, just uh, scored a second goal uh, against India in this men's gold medal match in the field hockey in Birmingham. So the Aussies are celebrating. Uh, but when it comes down to... Uh, so I want to... Uh, learning like someone from Rick Charlesworth who himself played cricket 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 at a very high level he then went on to to be a cricket coach and then a very successful women's hockey coach uh, for Australia what do you think that players that grow up playing both sports you know you grow up playing cricket and then you go up playing hockey what what are those neutral skills because Neil as as a coach is always talking about how Indian Indian teenagers are only playing cricket while Aussies and Kiwis and South Africans play a variety of sports that's right yeah, what, what, well, do you, what do you think the players uh, are, are, are missing out on in India, not playing a variety of
1: sports? I completely agree with that because I've been a professional footballer before I could take up hockey wow. in, in such a high level. Mm-hmm. So till uh, the age of 16, I was playing both sports with athletics that is 100 meter sprinting. Yeah. So, you know, I had to choose between a sport at a very high level. That's when I gave up football professionally, but... I completely agree that it's important for all the kids, at least till the age of 12 to 14, you have to try out at minimum three sports. And uh, one great thing about Australia, it's not only about the sports that players have been doing, or playing a variety of sports, it's also positions. You know, the Australian team, every player gets to play every position, right. at least within the three-year gap.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: then they get to choose who's the best goalkeeper.
2: You right, know, it's yeah. not
1: like Hey man, I do. I just want to be a goalkeeper all my life. So the the scouting is so good out there that you might think you're a good good forward, but you're gonna see you end up being a good great goalkeeper. Makes sense. So all this matters. All this matters,
0: it, and it, it uh, also, we need to do that in our schools. It also reminds me of uh, the days when I used to play indoor cricket. Was it the same in India where you'd rotate around? Yeah, you know, you'd get a roll. You know, you cover, and then you the wicket. No, in cricket. India,
1: it, it doesn't.
0: It no, doesn't work. It, like. it doesn't.
2: No, I'll tell you. But it's a yeah, very interesting boy. point that you make over here. Uh, so I, I coach cricket, uh, and and uh, you know, so while while we're also coaching uh, the grassroots level with the kids. To keep them engaged and entertained After every over we change their fielding positions right. So that they don't get bored More than anything else I mean exactly. while we are trying to still uh, you know understand That if, they, if they're good at covers or better at point Or probably better at, at, at a deep position We keep changing them after every two overs So that they don't get bored standing at the same position Because many a times you will not get a shot Coming at you at point So the point kid is standing yeah. like this getting bored And he's like yeah, yeah nothing is coming at me I, I'm, I'm thinking what to eat next you know so, so th- this is something which is again a little uh, bit of coaching technique but uh, you know it's again you know coaching as we say is it's is, is dynamic but you you mentioned a very interesting point adrian that indian schools have to adapt to uh, you know these new things uh, you know growing up
1: that's what i've been like since since the pandemic we we've had to cut down on tournaments mm-hmm. so i've been putting one leg in the coaching uh, spree and i've right. been coaching a women's team here yeah. Wow, Uh, for a team called UK United, Mm -hmm. Mumbai. And I've been adapting that. But I'm seeing that growing in India. But obviously, it's it's growing in institutions. It's not growing in schools. True. You know, like most of us have academies and hostels over here. That's where it is growing. Right. But I would want to see it all over the school tournaments because that's where the actual charm is. And that's where you can develop and make players.
2: No, you're absolutely right. I mean, probably it's the Indian mindset that, you know, you have to focus on your education first and sport is like, something secondary. let like,
1: let's let's, let's take for example like kid you have you have to know this like the yeah. first year i got to play a goalkeeper was because our school did not have a goalkeeper <laughs> so, so my coach comes and convinces my parents saying that you know i was just a 9 year old kid and he tells my parents <laughs> that hey your kid kicks the ball really well in football let's give it a try like the first week i lost three the front three teeth of mine Ouch. because there was no helmet and here I am today, sitting with y'all, with obviously yeah, grown-up teeth. But
0: well, we got a perfect smile now. <laughs> however, yeah. however, if you I... lose if you lose three teeth first up, how does your mum let you back out again without hitting the coach over the back of the head?
1: <laughs> I I was just happy to play the tournament, and the first tournament itself, I got the best goalkeeper in Mumbai. <laughs> so you know, you you don't know, as you're saying, it's so important to play various sports. You don't know where your 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 bonus could your strike on. Yeah by the jackpot you
2: could say true Uh, but then you know uh, there's there's something which is you know a classic differentiation that we have seen in India again growing up in India playing sport Uh, boys versus girls parents are generally okay with boys going out and playing the sport Uh, you know as far as the girls are concerned uh, they they would let them play but not wouldn't want them to uh, go out and play you know like like the permissions and the support given to boys things are changing now though and you know you said that you you coach the girls how's how's that changed in the last few years
1: oh well it's it's it changed drastically especially like again if if not for these games being televised the way they are it, there would not be much awareness and mm-hmm. things like social media Where now everybody knows players not only by face but also by name right uh, the girls have been taking a lot of interest and in urban cities I see it happening more often,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: definitely most of the, the prime hockey players come from rural cities, True. they come from small towns, you know, where they develop, they go into hostels. Mm. So once they went to a hostel or academy, that's where you compete with boys. That's the only time you get to right. compete. But in Mumbai, well, when these girls come over here for training, when we have a training session, we combine them with, mm-hmm. with senior players so that they understand that it's a hard game, it's just not a soft game. Uh, spot to just play because in the end the ball remains the same. same. You know the ball is not going to be softer for women, so mm-hmm. let's let's deal with the reality. And we've seen what
0: the women have done. Well, well Adrian, it's great to hear your thoughts uh, and hear your passion for hockey and also Indian uh, hockey. And you've also been very generous uh, joining us uh, mid-match uh, between this gold medal <laughs> match uh, between Australia and India. Uh, currently, Australia are up uh, two-nil. What, what do you think India need to do, or, or who do you think is uh, is really going to have to be the uh, to step up to try and win this game for India?
1: It's, it's going to be the midfield that has to step up because Australia has been like, this has been Australia since I have watched Australia. Mm-hmm. So there's been no changes in the way they play. The strategy remains the same. The players will change. The first 10 minutes, this is what Australia will always do. They will try to run penalty corners. They will try to score goals at you and they succeeded. What India need to do is use that midfielders like Manpreet, uh, like Hardik, because the forwards are not going to get many chances. Right. But once you get a chance, you have to convert it. You, you, It has to be a hundred one-on-one. You cannot say, hey, man, I missed it today. Like, this is Australia. They don't give you a chance. Like, an example in 2010 Commonwealth Games in India, in Delhi, (laughs) Australia was leading like (laughs) 7-0. The last minute, any other team in the world would have just let their sticks and celebrate, but Australia scored one more. You know, that's how they think. Like, they they don't look about the win and lose. They just want to play Play, play till the whistle, and India should actually expect for some counter attacks because India's good in counters.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, before before we, you know, uh, you know, move our conversation someplace else, India Australia, a similar encounter happened uh, a couple of days back, and I know where, where and I'm sure you know where I'm going to hint at. How often does this happen that the referees say, "Listen, let's do this all over again," or was it was it something that was that that was wrong or probably just taken away? Uh, obviously we're talking about For the listeners We're talking about The Australia yeah. versus India Women's semi-final match Which was one all And then went into uh, The shootouts Where the first shot Of the uh, First shot was taken By Australia And uh, They didn't score And the referee said Listen The timer wasn't turned on So let's do it All over again Adrian from your experience Your knowledge Your insight w- What is this all about man Tell us I
1: I, I can just give you an example right now what happened to us in 2005 Junior World Cup mm-hmm. uh, me as a captain back then there was no referral and no, no fourth empire but right. we scored a goal against Spain for the bronze medal mm-hmm. the ball, the scoreboard changed the ball came to the midfield and the empire from my side went out to the other, other empire and said there was a foul long back Okay. <laughs> so they changed the scoreboard they, they went back to their foul and we lost the match in shootouts. So what I'm trying to say here is, as players, it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is bound to happen. Mistakes like this from an empire, from a technical point of view, is going to happen. Like That's why you're a professional athlete. Mm. But uh, in terms of a reality check, I think the organizers should have checked the clock before mm-hmm. even saying yes because they have been so strict and so uh, you know confident about their decisions about what you're seeing right now is the technology they've reached. Right. Where you can hear the Empire actually having a conversation. Uh, in in those matters, because it was the first penalty stroke and that would have boosted Savita's confidence Obviously, and also yeah. the Indian players, well, that turned completely down. But hey, man, like uh, technology has given up on us many times. So, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I would well, just like to say, like I, I'm happy it didn't happen against New Zealand. True. It, it worked well against New Zealand.
2: And yeah. got the bronze, yes.
0: Well, it's great to uh, hear your passion for hockey and also Indian hockey. Uh, Adrian D'Souza, congratulations on your career and all of your success through World Cups and Asian Games and uh, the Olympics and the whole thing for India. And thank you very much for joining us this afternoon on Talk 100.3. Thank you, man. It's been
1: a pleasure. Yeah, no problem let's, at all. Let's hope the... The next half is better for India.
0: Yeah, okay. Interview's over now. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, No, he's uh, one of the all-time greats and one of the all-time nice guys of Indian
2: sport as well. That's right. I mean, see, it's always amazing to speak to people who've played the game, who understand the game, are still involved in the game uh, and, you know, are, are always happy to chat about it because if you've played the game, you're passionate about the game. And if you're passionate about the game, well, you can talk about the game every single time you feel like
0: you're on csb talk Sport business here on talk 100 points planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices